I'm gonna bring you a bottle one day, Keith. I'm gonna just replace. I'm gonna all bring you. Shit. I'm gonna bring you something too, cause you're good, peoples. Just about to. Bob Greasy is the greatest quarterback of all time, though. All right, shut your face. Get off the mic. The only undefeated season, bro. Uh, they won two championships back to back, right? They did, but there was only one undefeated. season. No, I got you. He does smoke though. Yeah, they went. Uh, they won. Yeah, it was seventy two and seventy three, right? Hey, man, there's something to be said if you got an undefeated season, man. Absolutely. I, I actually wanted uh, New England to win it that year. Just because when they went undefeated. I don't want to see history. <laughs> I want to see Randy Moss get one. Well, the history. That was all I needed to. But seeing the, look, seeing undefeated seasons when we get over, like, I remember back in my day, the Patriots. Right, right, right. They went uh, 19 and 0. Yeah, I would have loved to see that. I mean, I would have hated it. Catch this now. helmet. <laughs> and then they played him again a few years later. He was like, catch this. Somebody's name, David Tyree? Is that who that was? The helmet catch? For the first catch. Yeah. I call Eli Manning Moneyball. <laughs> I call him Rain Man. Right. <laughs> Rains on everybody's parade with a straight face. And nothing straight about that man's face. Yeah, nah, he's a derf. I, w- I would have loved to have been at the dinner when he won the second Super Bowl and his brother only had one. Fam, what's that conversation like at the house? Yeah, you thought you were dope, huh, big bro? And then when when Peyton lost again in Denver, that first one? Mm-hmm. What's that conversation like at the house? You, say, yeah, but you can't really get over the Patriots or the Sox or what's... Hey, you struggle against Tom, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you kinda, know what? He's always has. Kind of two and zero. Oh. Eli's never struggled against Tom. Uh, regular season they did. They lost to him twice that year. Didn't they play him twice? They played him. They played, the undefeated season they did play him at the end of the season. It's like the last game. They played him the last game of the season and they lost. And Eli was like, okay. They lost, but they barely lost though. Yeah, it was close. It was crazy because that was a nine and seven season. Eli had a you know he, no he wanted to run. One thing yeah. about Eli when he gets in a hot streak it's a, it's a different level type. Let me take his hat off. Um, I think we're rolling, right? Yeah, 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 we're rolling. All right. Um, everybody, one, thank you for being patient with us as we ran about football and all type of other shit. Um, this is episode 54. 54? Keith, we have 54? Something like that. Episode 54 of The Reese Show. I am here with my guy, Devlin Dynish. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hello there. What's going on, brother man? Thank you for coming down. Dev is an extremely talented writer, author, actor, playwright, screenwriter, whatever you playwright. can. Playwright. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know if you actually written a play. Yeah, I never written a play before. Oh well, fuck it. Let's I don't just... want that smoke. That's a different kind of smoke. Let's write a play. Yeah. You wouldn't write a um... exit stage left. No, that's not my thing. Do you read plays? I do read playwrights though. Did you read um, the Harry Potter joint, the Cursed Child? No. I didn't like it. I didn't want any parts of it. Not at all. Mm-mm. Okay. I have my little image of Harry Potter in my brain. I'm leaving it alone. Got you. I completely understand. I do like Fantastic Beasts though. I know a lot of people don't like those films. That's gas. I fuck with those movies. Um. Okay, um, I had something important I wanted to say. Oh, this is what I want to say. I wanted to um, issue a very public apology to, uh, I'm not going to say a name, but I do. I am the type of person I feel like um, your apology should be just as loud as your disrespect. Again, truth, truth. Um, you know who you are. I do apologize. I don't mean any disrespect to you at all whatsoever. I'm glad we can make amends. And to anyone who feels like I've offended them, um, recently, or not even just in recent history, but if you feel like I've offended you for whatever reason, um, I keep a pretty open line. You can call me, you can text me, you can hit me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You know what I mean? We can just have a conversation, good dialogue. I've, I've had people on this podcast who I was at odds with at a point in time, and uh, just due to the power of communication and healing and forgiveness and humility, uh, you know, we've been able to have some great dynamic conversations. So, again, my apologies to those who I've offended. I know we've broached some pretty serious and pretty um, controversial topics on this podcast. It's never uh, meant to be disrespectful towards anyone, ever. 
And so, again, if you, if you feel offended by anything that I've said or someone else on this podcast has said, yeah, my fullest and sincerest apologies. Um, really good weekend. Time to get that out, sorry. Go Ravens. <laughs> uh, as the Hawks play right now. Uh, had a dope weekend, man. We had a um, game night. Uh, game night was popping on Saturday. We will be having another game night this upcoming Saturday. If you missed it, shame on you. Don't be that person that says, oh, you never invite me. <laughs> and then when I invite you, you just don't show up and shit, and then you uh, wonder what, oh, what happens. I tried and didn't try. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit no more. We cleaned the whole house, too. The house is great. Shout out to Juice. Shout out to Danny. We cooked everything. Um, yeah, so if you made it, shout out to uh, AMG Really for being a resident house DJ. Fuck with him. I appreciate you, brother. Um, yeah, my niece was born What last week. Yeah, man. She came out the cooch. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, best friend had his, had his little girl. So congratulations to them. Um, what else, man? What else? What else is popping? Oh, uh, homegirl Jessica Watkins is her birthday tomorrow. So the turn up. Yeah, when this drops, we had we went to her birthday party the other day. Um, I had my kid all weekend. Summer was turning up with us. Man, shout out to Summer, man. Shout out to Summer, man. She's uh she's been on a good roll here. She's finally like in a good hitting a good stride. She learned how, we taught her how to play dominoes earlier this year, so that's all she yeah, wants I to do. I saw you yelling on your Instagram, going hard on her. I said, God damn! No, no I wasn't going hard on her. Fourteen, fourteen. I was going hard. I was going hard for her because she slammed the domino. She got fifteen. Oh, okay, she slammed yeah, it down. I got, I got yeah. out of context. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she was she gets pretty hype. Um. Yeah, man, I think that's pretty much it. We, we popped it all weekend. It was it was pretty tight, man. I'm gassed now. I need to go home and sleep. You have a good weekend, brother? Yeah, I went to go see my dad and my grandpa. Uh, chilled with them for a second. And then uh, I just I was at the spot working on film stuff and relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then today, you know, soup. Soup was wilding. Soup came through to the house. <laughs> One of the was popping his shit. <laughs> yeah, I kept it easy, man. I had a lot of like art stuff to do, so I didn't do too much. You had a day off because of uh, Veterans Day. Veterans Day, you work for the school district. You got to lay down today. Yep. And um, just want to say a shout out to all the veterans that are out there. Um, again, thank you very much for your service and your sacrifice. I know that um, at, this country doesn't appreciate you enough. Uh, we don't do enough to honor our veterans. We don't take care of our veterans when they come home often enough. Um, uh, um, and Timo Bennett was on here and he was talking about uh, suicide prevention in the Air Force. And I think that, you know, um, obviously we've been talking about mental health a lot, you know, these past couple of weeks on the podcast. And I just want to say, you know, like they, they go through a lot, they endure a lot. And I think that we need to pay more attention and pay more respect and honoring the veterans. Uh, you know, when you see them out, you know what I mean? It's, it takes nothing yeah, for you to say thank funny, you for your service. Man. Yeah, you know. That's crazy too because this is like, they don't get really treated well, which is I find we we have the most money spent on military defense, but we treat our veterans like ass cheeks. So right. I never understood that concept. The, yeah, it's America. It's a capitalist. You know, the ultimate it's like capitalist. Like if the society. Rebel Alliance won and then they came back and they wasn't shit. That's basically what happened. <laughs> that's almost <laughs> literally. Yeah, but that's, we saved that's the almost. universe. <laughs> uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. All right. Well, hey. Um, yeah. I think that's all that I had. I wanted to um, come in here. I, I We had another guest lined up for the evening. I hope bro can um, make it at some point in time. I don't want to say who it is because it's kind of like a special guest. It's my partner, though, man. Podcast Shade <laughs> from Reese. No, 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 not at all. Shout out to all the podcasts out there, man. Uh, Black in the City podcast, uh, the He Said, He Said podcast, um, McAnelly's podcast. My guy Jay recently was talking about how he's no longer continuing his 206 and Bullshit podcast, which I think is kind of a, um, I don't know, I, it's kind of a tragedy. I fuck with that podcast. He's quit? Why? 
Um, he said he, he wasn't getting the support that he, he felt like he needed, or he didn't want to continue being doing a podcast can be really discouraging. I believe it. You yeah. putting yourself out there. Your if you're not, I'm looking at my views right looking now. Looking at your viewership, being like, uh, yeah, because one episode you can have you know 325 listens, and the next one's like 50 people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's. They see the topic, they're like, yeah, this ain't for me, baby. Yeah, or they see the person, you know, that you have. But I know um, Nelly from the Mac and Nelly podcast before, just before we came in they here. They be cooking, man. She tweeted and she was like, you know, I don't do, and she has, um, I think, what's, uh, what's her um, loompia shit called? Uh, My Filipino Grandma? Yeah, I'll be seeing the My little My Filipino hits. Grandmother? Um, but she was saying, like, you know, whether it's, you know, loompia I'm making or whether it's a podcast episode I'm putting out, I don't do it for you. I do it for me. I do it because I, mean, I fuck I with tell. it. There's hella people out there. It's therapeutic. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, for us that talk a lot and are opinionated, you know, to be able to do something like this and then to have people um, be able to reach out to us and say, hey, you know, I fuck with what you said. Mm-hmm. What you said helped me open up dialogue for this other thing or help me heal. Or- hey, man, podcast is important. It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing that's been curated. Like, it's like how radios met its middle gap. Yeah. And a lot of us have them. And I think that they should all be supported in some facet, you know? And I was, I was telling them, um, I was telling the homegirl Dime, you know, they have the um, uh, Single Sex of Cool podcast. And we were talking about, you know, like I was saying, you know, at all times your podcast isn't for me, but it's important. For that, somebody. Yeah, but yeah, it's important that you have one, yeah. though, and you represent a voice that other people may not have the courage to speak right. up. You know what I mean? So you represent someone, even if it's not for me, that's fine. But I don't think that, you know, somebody should be shut out because, you know, it's not the most popular or whatever the fuck. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and, and it's very so for those who know people who have podcasts or radio shows or do music or whatever support, support your people yeah. yeah share 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 their shit it don't cost you nothing to retweet I mean it's free to listen man yeah it is absolutely especially with all the streaming services the and big platforms ones are free to listen to SoundCloud's so. free Spotify is free Apple Podcast is free um, Google Play you know wherever marketplace all that shit you could you could listen to the sound of our voice for free. We'd appreciate it if you put some money in our pocket. That'd be fucking tight. But if you don't, then just listen and share. Look at Reese on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I do need. I need to start a Patreon. As you I should. Need to, yeah. Um, just throw a buck. It's for a dollar. Yeah, Keep something. Because I mean, you know, everybody deserves to be supported. And then you see what happens like when we lift up our own. Like you see, one person I'm really especially proud of right now is um is uh, Justin Pender. You know, he's coming in. He's Jay playing. Penn yeah, with Pender. The win. Pender man is coming in and he's um helping out a ton of people from here. I think that's that's your responsibility to work, got himself out there, got his context, did his thing, and then, then you know, when you got the platform to give back to people. Yep, and he's yeah. built up his platform and he has a great solid reputation. He has an amazing um immaculate resume. And now he's able to come in and help out. I think he's helping out with uh with uh, Tally's, you know, album release. I know he's helping manage uh Blimes and Gab. I didn't he's know that. Working I knew with Tally's uh Yeah. Yep. Okay. Or maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. I wasn't supposed to say Straight that. Straight from know. But people like that, man, people like uh, AP, who's behind the scenes, uh, people like Anthony Jr., you know, people like Daryl Cruz, um, Casey Carter, obviously, has been, you know, instrumental in so many people's growth. Um, you know, Nabesa is now doing her thing. She hosts a podcast meetups. Uh, okay. Social, oh, yeah, I have seen Social that. meetups on Thursdays, yeah. Uh, Jaime has a thing on Thursdays at the hotel. Man, shout out to Heimlich Maneuver, man. Yeah, man, shout out to Young Heimdall <laughs> doing his thing. Um, yeah, them same naming, you know. It's a lot of cats doing work for the city. A lot of people Who behind the scenes for nothing. doing some amazing fucking work and uh, helping out so many of us, you know. So I feel like na- shout out to Jermaine, who's over at Sony Epic. Who Jermaine Debris? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know, shout out, shout out to those guys, man. Shout out to um, who else is, is in the, in the management? Uh, 
Sheldon, who's um, hey man, if you uh, were, Travis Thompson's manager, yeah, everybody. Cats who like managing people are insane. Yeah, that's a special okay. breed. Hey man, let me manage you, bro. Yeah, like, shout out, to, shout out, to, shout out to Trey Oz, who, who's hey DK Holla. Uh, managing DK. Shout out to him. I know it's, it's a long road that he's uh, embarking on. He got bars. Yeah, yeah, DK got bars. Um, so yeah, man, there's a lot of people who deserve the, the support, the respect. You know, so you see them out, support their shit, share a link, retweet, do something. Because uh, everything fucking counts. You never know where something can land. Um, okay, real fast. I wanted to broach this real quick. Uh, I'm going to ask you. I usually don't do, like, gossip and shit like that on here. But I was going to ask fun. you. Gossip's fun. How do you feel about the whole Marion situation? Or do you have a? I don't even know that? what that is. I just see okay. memes. So Marion and April were together. Who's April? That was his chick. Okay. His girl. And uh, they had two kids, I believe, together. Okay. And then they broke up for whatever reason. Okay. And I think Amarion had, or maybe they just have one kid. But either, either way it goes. Amarion has custody of the child. And now she she's. Not like, is she like an unfit mother or something? I, I don't know. And I wouldn't put that on her either. I have some of the majority of the time. I know Summer's mom is a great mom, so I don't ever want to, you okay. know, put, it, put, put that out there like that. But um, yeah, so now she's, uh, she's dating Lil Fizz. Yeah, so, so that's the plot twist. Okay. I'll yeah, so she's it. dating Fizz and they're super public and they were just friends at first and now they're dating. And now she's talking about she's just going in public dissing to Marianne saying that he doesn't help her out and he doesn't Ooh. he doesn't support her and all this other shit. She wants more than seven hundred dollars a month in child support. <laughs> what the <laughs> Yeah. <bitch>. Right. <laughs> bitch better get on. Okay, what um, is what is Fizz? Well, I've seen Fizz's music videos and that's a well my whole thing is like that was your partner. He's now dating. Yeah, there's levels to it. There's definitely ex, levels to it. Your baby's mom and ex. I don't know how close they were. Wait, do you have an opinion on the shit? I mean, <laughs> he. Sh- well, I know they're not cool anymore from what I've seen in interviews. Uh, fuck, no, we're not cool no more. Even before that, though. I don't think. Oh, okay. So do you. But Weren't do you they think- on tour? Yeah, they were just on tour. And then, didn't the tour end they early? Were just on tour. I heard it ended early. I mean, and I could be wrong. I don't know if it ended early because I know they did the Drake joint. Because he was on Breakfast Jam- Club and I was like. Who was? Fizz was? Was it Fizz or was it? Amaria? No, it was Fizz. Okay. Who was the one that was really tripping? No, Raz that B. was no, that was Raz B. That's okay. different. So yeah, 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 I ain't yeah. seen Fizz in a while then. Okay. But. uh, Are we, who's, is this reserved for somebody? Can we kill this? Okay. I'll replace it. I'll send you the shit. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, the grown man, I don't know. I wouldn't personally do that. I'm not doing that. If I was in a group with you for like some odd years, yeah, not not that not that close. Yeah, not that close. Um, but that does beg me to ask, like, but what, at the same time, what are the stipulations? Is Amari like? unbothered by? Uh, he might be, but he hasn't said anything. But publicly. the meme's been like he's so unbothered. So I'm yeah, like, because well, he's not publicly saying anything. You well, know what yeah, I mean? Which he could be really bothered. But then I would be bothered. Who knows what kind of dirty he was doing on the road all the time? But that's not here, no, there. That's not. Doesn't a, it make it? Yeah, doesn't make it okay. But well, I'm not even like, that. that. That shouldn't have any bearing on that situation. But for that, for her, it might be. For her, yes. If she wants to break up with him and not deal with him, then that's that. Yeah. But that's not for your homie to come along and say. Yeah. But you was doing dirt a, no, anyway. No, no, no. He's a sucker. Yeah. But she gave him the cat, and that's that. <laughs> how would you, how would you feel? How would if somebody you did to feel? me? Yeah. Um. Me, me and you. Me and you. You and I. You, uh, if if I had yeah. a woman, if you and, had a kid, and, and you know, and, as, cl- as close as we are, you and I. And you just said, "Hey, man." Is it the love of my life or is it just the chick I had the kids with? Bro, there's not just, there's no such thing as just a chick you have a kid with. Trust me, I promise you. I know, I would, <laughs> that, was, that was a setup question. <laughs> um, I don't know how it felt. 
like, I'm a context person. You know this. I need to know, like, give me a scenario. Well, what scenario would, will make it okay? I would sit down with you and ask you, listen. I should have sat you down. Huh? I should have sat you down. Oh, for sure. But I would sit you down regardless, though. Got you. That's the communication now? Yeah. Okay. And then I would ask you, mm-hmm. what is this? Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me this trying to beat, I might have what? a big- Hold I, on. I would have a huger problem with that unless you tell me, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. crazy about her. Then it'll be a deeper conversation on like, what do you mean and how did this even happen? Yeah, because but that's not acceptable either. I'm not saying acceptable, but it'd be more right. understanding. Would it, you be? Yeah, I would be. I would not be. The reason why I would be is uh-huh. the matters of the heart are way more complicated than just your dick. Well, trying of course. To just yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. But I also I feel the way because I don't have a problem either way. But I'm saying it'd be just different levels of. But if you say you were crazy about her, that makes me think, like, how long did you have eyes on her? That, that, I said it's a conversation. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. How, like, when did this, or how many rendezvous did you have before you even decided to go public? There's all kinds of See, and that's always the thing. Something happened in private first. Of course. Something, that's how. Does it just happen? Like, oh, we just woke up today. Hey, we're together now. And it's you know, official. Uh, fuck that. How long has this been popping off? Before we whistle. It's like, <laughs> Hey, if you say that to me, yeah. After I'm you like, said, that, if you said it to me after some shit like that, hey man, this referee whistle, baby. Hey, my like, man, hey, my man, step outside real quick. I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, hey, come on, come let on, me come on. Let me call my guy. <laughs> I was to break a couple things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wait, I didn't ask you this question. I'm gonna ask you this question, and we're gonna get back to this. Um, so, for context, for whoever hasn't heard the podcast yet, one, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we ask this question every week. It's more of a philosophical question. It's the um, panties question. It is the panties question. Sir, today, Drum what kind of panties do you feel please. like? What kind of panties are you today? What kind of panties? I might be commando today. Really? It's nothing. Or just in general. I'm free I'm free spirit, so. Okay. Full of love. But see, I'm not commando with denim. Okay. That doesn't feel good. Yeah, see, and I always I always ask that because women do that I've a lot. I've tried it before. It's not cool, bro. I never. I did it when I was like running out the house. Caught it. I tried it for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. Walked a couple steps like, yeah, I don't know what that's about. but that's not <laughs> I don't know how women do it. Uh, if I was a, what would I be? I would be a satin nightgown. Okay. Why a satin nightgown, though? Because it feels good. Okay. And I feel like I feel good. And I always make people feel good, you know? So Okay. I like that. Yeah. I do. I fuck with that. You see this here? I don't even know how to describe this. That is what you call a This is a this is a lace la- yeah, lace strap. This is a lace you said lace wrap? Lace well, straps. Oh lace straps. Okay. So this is a this is a lace uh uh lingerie set. The bottoms have it has a zipper on the bottom yeah, and it has zipper on the cups that you really love you. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where the order is from. I'm trying to figure out who to order it for. I mean, you can go to stores. There's stores that sell shit like no, that. No, this is, I follow this account. So, uh, yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll order it from them because I fuck with them in their lingerie there's shit. there's stores that sell shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pink Moon. They, that's the people that made this shit. They're tight. Um, but I feel like this because I just felt, I felt really good this morning. I felt really sexy this morning. I felt, did you put that on in your brain? I did not. But I saw her in That's it. the next question you should ask. Okay, so what kind of panties do you feel like? And you're like, I feel like this. And be like, but did you put it on your brain before? That's the next level That's the next level question. Yeah, I'm going to ask that to somebody. Yeah, I got some real questions. I'm a, you know what's funny? Because some of the cats that come on the podcast don't listen to the podcast. So I always catch them off, off with that question. They're like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. Remember my, my guy I called the other day? I asked him to be on when I was at your house. Yeah. My buddy used to work at EA. So I, have to, I sent him some episodes. I did hope he, he listens. Listen? Well, I don't know yet. He was traveling. Yeah. We talked to him. If he doesn't, you should say you should say EA Sports is in the game, man. You gotta 
<laughs> just hype it up like that. Um, you the voice. But yeah, man, I, I felt like these is man sexy. These are tight. Like they had zippers on the cups of the titties. That's that makes sense. Tight. You can suck them. Gold zippers. That's fucking fire. Well, it's a real gold though. I think it's just been sprayed. Well, whatever. Right. You got bronze titties. <laughs> the nips is just bronze. You know, what you be tight what, actually? Hey, what do you call when uh, the, the jewelry be fake? What do you mean? You know, some people can't wear fake. Some people can't wear fake jewelry. Right, 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 right. So if you got fake jewelry on your like nipples, Cuba zirconia shit. <laughs> if you got Cuba zirconia uh, gangrene. Like what is? Yeah, nah, fam. You got to fall back. Okay, you got <laughs> gangrene, green areolas. <laughs> it's diseased. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Um, yeah, no. Sorry, back to the Marianne shit, real quick. I would be fucking irate. Um, no, that, that's a very valid emotion. I just. <laughs> I'm a little weird guy. I don't get up in arms about a lot of shit. Well, I would only be mad. I can have a problem with somebody without being angry. Here, here's my thing. This is what I'll be upset about because I feel like I, I actually was just in a situation recently where I popped at this chick, doom, 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 and she doom, was like, doom. no, like no, like you and my baby's dad kick it all the time, and I was like, your baby's dad? Who's your baby's dad? And she told me who it was, and I was like, oh, I had, no, I didn't know you guys had kids together. And that was that's not the same thing though. No, but what I'm saying is. Here, here, hear me out. This is in a group together. Hear me out, G. So she's like, yeah, you guys kick it all the time. And I was like, where do we? She's like, yeah, it's so-and-so. And I was like, oh. And that was kind of the end of things. And you then just cut it off. I was. I feel that. I was. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's real shit. Yeah. And I was talking to bro. And he was like, yeah, bro, like, don't come over here trying to be all cool. You was trying to pop out of my baby's mom. <laughs> oh, and the I was narrative like, has been paid in. And I was like, all right, fam, well, let's talk about it. You know, I had no idea you guys had a kid together. How would I know that? I never, I never, I never it see you guys together. Like his two K renting was forty five. I was like, I never see you guys together. Never see you guys, family photos, none of that. Had no idea. But you know, when she told me, that was the end of things. I like heard I don't talk like that, you know, as regularly. Why is it that men think they own their babies and mothers? Well, I think he just wanted to have a conversation surrounding. Nah, but the energy came at you like he had a full on. Like, oh well, yeah, that might be I'm his like, thing. You don't own her, but again, yeah, there's principle to stuff, and that's yeah, different. yeah, of course. But what I'm saying is, he came at you like he owned her. Oh, and maybe that's his mindset. I can't speak to that. And I don't know what kind of relationship they really have. Yeah, if she if true. she feels close enough to have told him that I popped it at her, but they haven't been together in however many There's definitely principles and stuff you're cool with somebody that's your people's, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's also like the bigger conversation of like, you don't own shit. Right. But again, there has to be something there for her to feel like she just told him, like, you know, your friend tried to pop at me, whatever, whatever. And well, however, maybe he found out. No, no, no. She told he told me. He was like, She told me. So was that, she bitter that she just cut her off? No, and I, and I really just cut her off. We just didn't commu- I didn't need to be communicating with her on that level. Oh, so you just were speaking to her that you didn't. What do you mean? Okay, you guys was rocking, and then you found out the information. Oh, we weren't really rocking like that. I popped it out. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like we weren't. We didn't have a thing. Okay, yeah. Because I, I told her that. contact. Remember, I tell you contact yeah. is important. Well, because I told her I was like, yo, if we, she, she was like, if you really want to talk to me like that, ah, you yeah, should talk yeah, to my yeah, baby's yeah. dad. And I was like, well, no, that's not a conversation to have Wait. because. One because oh, if, this is if, all context information. So she she needed the approval. She basically, but I, and I told her I was like I wouldn't mind having that conversation with him if we already had something. But it's not that serious. But yeah, but we don't have anything. We haven't done okay. anything. You know what I'm saying? Good but move. like, but good if we move, did, man, good move. I would have talked to him. Yeah, I thought you guys were already rocking in there. Nah, nah, nah. Well, we're no. <laughs> you need the approval of the king. I'm like, what is? Well, if we're, he and our friends, like, if she's Lannister? if she's seeing me and him in pictures and shit together, you know what I mean? Like, if that's it's still a weird thing to me. And maybe because I, I'm just super honest, adult maturity. Mm-hmm. I don't owe you nothing, but because I respect you, I'm gonna come at you and tell you what's up. Yeah, you know what I mean, just well, just because I don't want that. I don't personally I don't want that gray area. I don't want there to be any, you know, to misconstrue it. And cats be crazy. 
And people are crazy. Yeah, people are crazy. People, people get crazy over the people that they love. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, and, and men are violent and reckless. Yeah, bro. I mean, I'm, I personally never been in a situation where I felt like I had to fight anybody over like the person that I was with or but, wanted to. Hey, but when you got undefeated mitts, though, a lot of cats will rah-rah. Yeah. Because cats will run facts to see if you're tough. Right. Before they even come at you, they'll be like, oh, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up? Yeah. And they, if they find out you're with the shit, they're like, oh, I don't really want that schmuck. Yeah, but they don't say that, though. Oh, no, they don't. Yeah. yeah cats run my that. name all the time because I be cool now. I'm all, like, goofy. And, yeah, yeah, But I had, like, a 10-year run of just terror. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, some of that was popping. Yeah. So I never started fights, but I'll hit you with a couple two-piece and a biscuit. I remember when your, uh, when your brother dropped you off to the house. When Doe dropped you off to the house for one of the parties, and he was like, hey, man, make sure my brother don't get into no fights. <laughs> he don't need no smoke with nobody tonight. I said, that man's a grown-ass man, bro. Nah, but you don't even really know. I said, we're not going to, you I, know. My, my control was, I had homies like, Well, yeah. I remember hearing about a couple fights on Henderson. I said, well, I, what's the reason why niggas went to Henderson to fight? I'm sure. Everybody went to Henderson to fight. No, I had, no. That legendary little pick that yeah. everybody talks about, I yeah. had track practice. I said, you guys trying to go. You left track practice to go do that? No, no. We, track practice was at Rainer Beach. Oh, was Why it? they had why? it at the beach, I still don't know. Well, yes. Because we're going to be out here today. I'm like, what? what? That doesn't make any sense. And you went to Garfield. Well, I told him, I'm not going out there by myself. Yeah. So. So you popped down and. We hopped up the bus. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Tyrell, man, because he was one of the few cats that was like, hey, I don't care. Yeah. South end. He has, he has he no He was ready chill. to rumble. He was ready to rumble. Him some, some, or his brothers don't have no chill. Oh, no, they're with the shit. Yeah, at all times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot um, of cats like that. But let me ask you this. Okay, so get, get into you. How do you transition from. Um, I'm not gonna say being in the street like that, but no, uh, no, you can say that. That's how do you, cool. how do you make the transition from being in the street to now being you know on the other side of things like being a um, a screenwriter, being more into the arts, and investing in that, spending the time outside of the streets and investing more into your education and into the okay. arts. Um, well, I come from a family of people who were street, mm-hmm. are still in the streets, or just evolved from that. Um, my life aspirations were always bigger than my street aspirations, so mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure like cats knew I wasn't a sucker, and then it's like stuff that extended from kind of having that lifestyle, and then. Right. Um, but I always was kept in line for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, Recipes of Alan Joplin, his death is what really got me to, you know, he's mm-hmm. one, really one of my close friends. He died in my arms, and it was really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the real transition, and that came after I played college, college football. So I left. Um, after I graduated And you play in Minnesota, right? Yep, Cyber Range Technical College uh, Virginia, Minnesota So it was uh, north of Duluth Okay But we actually played against Duluth So that was mm. an interesting little scrimmage we had um, I played there first Came back home Because I was still like My foot was still halfway back Like oh, I was like in college Flying back for parties Team iPod Like mm-hmm. wilding And then um, Came back for like a year Year and a half Bro passed away, and then I was like, I gotta do something. This ain't, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. This ain't it. I was wilding out. Like, I was, there was a good, like, year run where it was just, like, beef. Mm-hmm. I got, we was at Crescent Points, getting into it with cats, mm-hmm. shootouts, and all kind of wild stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah, this ain't, what am I doing? Right. There were, like, reasons with my anger, but, like, I gotta do something else. And I had bros telling me from my bro Hot Boy to John Trail, like, just bros, just like, bro, you can't, what are you, <laughs> Right. You're one of us that can actually like go do something. So I ended up going to film school at Academy of Art University. And once I got there, it was like, okay, and now I'm it's good. San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like homeless there for like a month. Really? Mm-hmm. 
because one of my, my boys, Xander Urban Recipes, he uh, passed away. He's his house was the house I was supposed to move into. So when I got down there, there was some funny like. So when he passed, it, it became a thing. Oh, I didn't know he was dead. Mm. Cause I, was, I, I hit him two weeks before I got down there, and nobody picked up. Uh huh. So it was like, oh, maybe he's not answering his phone. And there's no, I wasn't friends with him on social media. Right. When I checked the social media, there was, there was no like RIP stuff on the social media. So it was just like, oh. Right. And so when I got down there, I don't know why I didn't go to the the house I was supposed to be at immediately, but I didn't know none of his roommates. So it was mm-hmm. just like, pop up with your bags and, hey, what's up? So I ended up right. like crashing in a couple places, slept outside a couple of times, and then something told me, if you don't go up to that damn house, right. I got to the like, man, what's up, man? We were waiting for you. So it was all good. It was all good. Okay. So I was in Frisco for like five years. Yeah. Going to film school, throwing it crazy. The, no, no. The house is known as the Balboa House, 19th Balboa, by the way. And uh, before I got this one, I knew the house I was staying in was insane. Mm-hmm. I'm on the bus and I'm just talking to some people. They're like, oh, where you stay at? Oh, I stay at like a 19th Balboa, in Richmond District. What's in Richmond District is close to Golden Gate Park and it's like uh, 10 to 15 minutes from uh, Ocean Beach in San mm-hmm. Francisco. And um, they were like, where? And I, like, I was like, oh, it's this pink house. I just moved here, so it's Pink House. They were like, oh, the Balboa House. I was like, That's what do you mean? They said, oh, you guys throw Ragers. Yeah. Like, what? Literally, the first weekend I was there, we had a we had a house party at 200 people. That's that's tight. Now, this is the crazy part, though. The cops came. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, oh, it's here? Man, it's just be done by four. That's always a beautiful feeling. So I was like, oh, okay. And so then, fast forward to maybe like halfway into the school year, I had the first house party at the university because all the kids stay at dorms. Mm-hmm. I was the only person on campus with a house. Mm-hmm. So when I threw my party, it was, it, they were just like, you live here? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I'm having parties waking up, cats on the couch, no socks, no shoes, passed out on the floor, That's tight. couch. I, this is the craziest thing. I had a cat tell me this. He said, hey, where am I at? I said, uh, in Richmond. I'm like, where's it at? San Francisco. I mean, I'm supposed to be in Texas, man. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I'm from Houston. I'm like, but what do you mean, though? Yeah, like, what is it? What are you saying to me right now? He said, well, we drove over from Vegas. I said, how'd you get to... <laughs> so I was thinking, like, how did you get to Frisco from Vegas? And it was like a whole nother thing where I'm just like, yeah, you guys is wild. So, yeah, I got some crazy college stories. College is an experience everybody should rock with. That's pretty tight, though. Not a lot of people can get that many people in one space and be peaceful and, you know what I mean, and... When there's booze. <laughs> yeah, but but you have a certain spirit, bro, like where you bring people together. Yeah, I think it's important that, uh, I mean, I can name differences with people all day. I can name that easy, but I think people be beefing and upset for no reason. Yeah, of course. And hating. Like, there's stuff I ain't rocking with in society all the time, but I just be like, yeah. Right. If I don't feel like talking about it, I just don't engage in the conversation. Well, I think that um, for you specifically, did you delete your Instagram? Is this happened today? I deactivated it a few days ago, but it's back on. Is it really? Yeah. I'm trying to find you. Anyway. I go through weird shit. I see. Um, but I was going to say that, you know, again, not, there's not a lot of people who are blessed to be able to do that for people. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think you and I are people that, that bring people together. and, and I used to. <laughs> but you still do. I mean, you, the, the amount of people that fall through your apartment is crazy, right? Like the phone calls that you get when you're out and about and that type of shit. Yeah. Ain't a lot of cats been to the apartment, but a lot of cats... Know where it is, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Like, I heard you live downtown, bro. I'm like, yeah. But I will say that every time I'm there, 
somebody pop up. Somebody from the block, yeah. I, and I I'm and I'm at your house often. Yeah. Yeah. You come in, yeah, you come to every other week. It, shit, every Monday. If I'm home, yeah. podcast, yeah, yeah. So every Monday we in there. So I might slide down the lunch break like I did today. Show. <laughs> um, so what do you work? What, okay, so what have you worked on? I know you you left the country for a while. Yeah, Australia. <laughs> what, was, what was that for? What was that experience like? Oh, that okay. So <laughs> I was laughing because the shit was crazy. Um, I went to Australia to work with my friend uh, Jessica Nolan. She mm-hmm. is an Australian filmmaker. Um, Funny enough, I haven't talked to her in years. Actually. Is she related to Christopher Nolan? Yeah, I used to make that joke all the time. She, she didn't appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sure um, she didn't. <laughs> I don't know if I would either, to be honest with you. Um, went down there, ended up not working on anything with her. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. We had a project idea. She had an idea she developed, and it ended up being like some... I actually was supposed to be down there for months, originally. I mean, I stayed down there for a long time, but... I was supposed to be for months at her place, and mm-hmm. then come to find out it was like... Yeah, this is some stuff going on. Oh, you got to be gone, like, after, after like, a few weeks. That's the fucking worst. That's the fucking worst. And so I met, like, one of my closest friends through this. Mm-hmm. So, like, my travel brain came on. Because before then, I was, st- I, I was traveling quite a bit anyway mm-hmm. by myself. I'd never really been on the country with anybody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you were saying that yeah, before. It's a real thing, and it's really odd to me, actually. Um, and so, funny enough, I went on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need to go kick up some people. I need to release some stress. Right. So... I get on Tinder, mm-hmm. I match. Didn't really care with who. Mm-hmm. It was more so, um, just I trying to. Find well, I just people. need to see the city. Right, right, right. And she wasn't trying to take me out to see the city, so I was like, okay. So I meet up at this girl's house, and she ended up being like this, like weird druggie. Okay. Well, some like a meth head type shit, and I was like, oh, sounds kind of popping. Where am I? That's not popping. <laughs> I've partied with methers, and that's not the party. I know, I'm playing. Had. I'm playing, bro. I've partied with every almost every type of drug you can think of, too. Mm-hmm. Um. That wasn't it. But she was like, oh, you can go out with my friend. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this like Irish guy. Like, I'm talking about like straight from it. Yeah. A strong accent. <laughs> really funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll go out. We'll go out. We'll go out. We am going to this place called Shivago's in Adelaide, Australia. Okay. It's around the corner from Hindley Street, which is like the 6th Street. What street? It's called Hindley Street in Adelaide. Okay. But if you want to compare it to something, it'd be compared to 6th Street in Austin, Texas. And um, I've never been to Austin. Get weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're so we walk in, and it's like this outside area. Mm-hmm. The club's downstairs, but there's an outside like hangout area that's upstairs. So you walk and you get checked, but there's also you can drink. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can't have a drink and you can smoke. Right. Um, and I'm chilling. Me and him are talking, and then like this, like Australian. I was like, "Oh, your hair's hot," and I'm just like, "Okay, thanks." She keeps saying it. Your hair looks better than my homeboys. And I'm like, oh, here we go. First fight out of the country. Let's do it. And uh, the dude, this is a white guy with dreads. Shout out to uh, Patrick Winty, Mastercraft. Uh, he's an Australian MC and also a promoter. Uh, he um, he, t- he took it he took it in stride. He was like, what's up, man? You trying to drink? Yeah. We go downstairs. We end up getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. I tell him about my situation. He said, you should come kick it like in a couple of days. We're having a little like kickback kind of thing. And so, mind you, I got like four days to get out the house that I'm already staying at. Mm-hmm. I go over there, I tell him, and then I tell my homeboy, uh, Benny Linder, mm-hmm. which is like my guy. This is like one of my close friends from over there. He, um, They're like, oh, you can just stay with us. I said, well, I don't know when I'm leaving, but just be here, just do your thing. 
So I ended up moving into this house that was like on the water in Australia. Mm-hmm. One's a DJ, one's a club promoter and a rapper. What was that, 2015? 2015, yeah. Yeah. Because when we were talking to you around that time, I remember yeah. you telling me about the transition. You going and into that. And that shit, when I talk about party, uh-huh. that's probably the most drinking I've ever done in my lifetime. When I said I was getting fucked up every other night, I was getting fucked up every other night because I didn't have a regular job. I ended up getting a job at a nightclub mm-hmm. called Little Luna's. That was like the startup nightclub on uh, on Heinley Street. What were you doing, security? I was security first, then I started MCing. Oh, nice. That's tight. And I was just the American guy. Mm-hmm. There's like, oh, there's an American guy at this club. So people are literally coming to see me just because I was just an American black guy. Which is dope. And it's like, oh. And then I started like influencing music and playing, playing Magdra and all kind of crazy shit at, at the club. That's fucking tight. So that was cool. We did that. Party. I was like, man, that was insane. And me and uh, Benny got really close. Well, I got close with Patrick, too. Patrick's really good people. I actually got to meet Devin the dude because of Patrick. Really? Yeah. I ended up being like the guy that showed him around Adelaide a little bit. Word. Yeah, so they had a show, mm-hmm. and Patrick put on a lot of shows in the city, and he um, ended up, uh, I ended up meeting him at the airport, taking mm-hmm. him back to the hotel. Now, this is funny. Adam went to, so after the show, mm-hmm. uh, there was a fight, and me and, this is one of my funny stories with Devin did. Me and him just watched the fight, and we're just like, this, just is, the first, back. this is the first time two black guys are just like, y'all wildin', bro. Yeah. <laughs> I look at these savages. Because guns aren't allowed in that country. They're not allowed in the country? Like, people have guns, but it's very hard to get. Like, really hard. So you'll see knife fights where you see that. Okay. Um, but then me and his uh, manager went out mm-hmm. for a drink. They almost missed their flight. Really? So the clubs close at 5 a.m. Uh, I think I remember you telling me that. But the doors close at 3. So you're just in there, just partying? Yeah. That's tight. So me, <laughs> me and the manager get fucked up. Going hard at Chivago, the, the spot. This mm-hmm. is the first time I've been back in like probably like seven months since I've been there because I've been almost a year now. Mm-hmm. And um, I look at the clock, I said, Hey, bro, you got to get back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. We're like, Shit. And the chick that was supposed to be monitoring us, she's making out with some guy in a stall. So I had to find her. I said, Hey, aren't you supposed to be telling us when we're ready to go? Yeah. She was like, Oh, oh, oh shit, mate, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> So we ended up like just leaving. It was like one of those things. Um, yeah, man. I, and I came back. Then I ended up. Uh, now you were you were working for a studio too, right? Down there. Uh, no, I was working with somebody that worked at a studio. Okay, I got you. So it wasn't the same as being employed. But of course, yeah, yeah, no, I completely understand that. Um, Trust me on that. Yeah. <laughs> so said, no, I did that. Hey, hey, someone said I did a bunch of odd jobs. Sounds like yo, you work for the Seahawks? No, I do not. No, I work, I work with people. Who work for the Seahawks? It's different, and it's definitely different because when you get that badge, badge, it's a different kind of energy. Yeah, I still get checked um, at the VMAX every time. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Dugard, man. Dugard, I mean, just let me through, man. Get me in spaces. Go Seattle Dragons, XFL. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be interesting, actually. I'm definitely catching games. Um, yeah, I end up coming back, and then I got a job at Washington Middle School teaching black and brown kids film. Yep, and then doing a um, kind of like a mentorship thing there. That was around the time we were doing the six, right? Yeah, so, web series, the six. So talk about talk about your ideas um, for the six. I know it's something we still gotta we gotta do and bring. Now I really want to bring it to life. Oh yeah, that project was. Oh, first of all, that experience was really fun for me. It was really fun. Uh, discouraging too. I stopped actually writing for like six to four months because of that. Because it didn't go all the way through. Because it was tough to even get to fruition and it didn't come through. And that's it, it was a learning experience for me. Scheduling a, uh, and it told me I didn't want to produce. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not by myself, at least. You don't want to be Che? No, he's a hero. <laughs> this guy, Che's out here. Yeah, I said, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. 
Shay's acting, directing, and producing. And producing, um, and editing, and all the shit. I will edit anything that I create myself. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be a part of editing. I'll be a part of editing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as for me sitting in front of the computer and have to edit. Now, what was your, what was your vision for the six? Okay, so I'm highly influenced by Skins, mm-hmm. which is a uh, British TV show, show right? that premiered in 2007. You put me onto that. That's a good show. It's a really influence. It got me through the death of my uh, my friend and a bunch of other troubling things I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted it to, it to be a blend of that in House Party One. Okay, but then it evolved as I was creating it. I wanted supernatural elements because for some reason black people do not do sci-fi and supernatural stuff. And I'm not talking about like actors don't be in, in projects like that. You're talking about black people don't create. No. It's gotcha. like they're allergic to it. I think we've been conditioned to I mean, I have a whole... Well, I, I think it's white and nerd shit, which I think is odd. And I think science fiction and fantasy is the most... Uh, cl- collectively, it's the most inclusive of the genres yep. we create, where people can actually find common ground. So I'm like, mm-hmm. look at Star Trek. You got every type of ethnicity and alien on the planet. Yeah. X-Men too. And not on the planet. Right. <laughs> Oh yeah, Star yeah, fucking Star Trek. Like I can walk up to somebody like, "Are you into this? I'm into this. What's up? We're friends now. Thanks." Yeah, but a lot of people aren't open to that. You know what I mean? A lot of people are closed off. We're seeing it now, like with anime. Well, yeah. Well, I find it really crazy because growing up, I had to beat people up over liking certain stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I told somebody I read into that. I told somebody like Redwall, and they were like, "What?" Yeah, Redwall with the mouse. Is that the mouse? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I thought the book covers are dope. That's why I read it. Yeah, at least the first one. I like The Hobbit growing up. It was one of my they did an animated books. series for that, too. You I like Animorphs. Yeah, I did. I did know that. Yeah. Why hasn't Animorphs been rebooted into a young adult TV series? Um, I don't know. You gotta check it's like, weird to me. K.A. Applegate. And well, there's a market for it, you know? Of course. Well, it could be on a CW. It could be on a CW, on TV. It would be the perfect CW show, Teen Wolf actually. was fire. Vampire Diaries was fire. Shadowhunters and all these shows that are su- supernatural. Yeah. Shout out to Supernatural, made it to 15 seasons, now it's in its final run. Uh, what do um, we call us on TV again now? I think Sabrina, right? Sabrina is based off the uh, Chilling uh, comic book series, and mm-hmm. it's darker but more fire. They brought back- Charmed's uh, back. I was about to say, they brought back Charmed, yep. Yeah, they, they're doing some shit. I heard that they were going to try to reboot uh, Dawson's Creek as well. They're doing a Gossip Girl spinoff. Are they? Takes place uh, 10 years after. I, I told you before, I'll never forgive your brother for calling me Pacey. <laughs> in middle school I can't even comment on that character no more Because I work at a school He was like, hey bro, you're Pacey bro I was like, uh That's a, right. that's a weird space to be in Yeah, it is Yeah, and I told him well, that the Joe's other day favorite show is One Tree Hill And I argue with him that Skins is ten times better Is it? He watches One Tree Hill? What? Because he watched Dawson I don't want to be He's all about that theme song That's hella funny Your brother's dope, man Shout out Fire to Dope too, man He's coaching at uh, Kennedy um, they're gonna win the chip. They're in the quarterfinals right now, right? Yeah, they just won their first game, I think, in state. So yeah, congrats, congrats to him, man. Him and, uh, and Sanchez. These guys out here coaching. That's what's up, man. Getting back to the community. Your family's very community um, involved. We got Black Panthers. We got uh, government officials. All kind of crazy stuff. So you work with the youth, dope coaches. I do a lot with the youth. Ali, the she works in the mental health field. Mm-hmm. Yep. Social work. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just ingrained in our uh, family to just give back. We, in, in any capacity you can, uh, throwing a barbecue, whatever it is, mm-hmm. bring people together for a party, uh, working actually in schools, or just talking to youth when you see them. A lot of people don't give back. A lot of people are very self-oriented mm-hmm. in general. And they don't even got to be with youth. There's people just are just, they just absorb. Yeah. I'm not an absorber. Some people don't don't know how to give either. You know what I mean? No. 
Like some people don't know how to give it all. No, not period, at all. point blank. Um, and you know, you and I have been talking about that. Like, just I mean, this past year has been crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> this past this past year has been crazy. Somebody help me. Ish. But back to what I was saying about the six, so we don't get too far off the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted it to be. I'm big on web series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just it, there's nothing filling that void, right? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm a big believer in creating stuff I wanted to see as a kid, right? Which I think that those are the best projects. I think Jordan Peele does that. He's making horror movies he didn't have when he was a child, right? He's starring a fan, black he's people. A fan, yeah, you're right. Just starring black people. It's just like he's a fan of all the stuff we're a fan of coming up. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, there's there wasn't people that look like me that's in it, and I'm the same way with fantasy and science fiction. Right. You know, I just wrote, finished my first book, um, and it's. Everybody's like, when is it coming out? When is it coming out? Let's go through. It goes through editing. You know. So now, so now you got the book. You've done the comic book as well. Done a comic book. Shout out to Key Porter. Uh, the comic book came out. Funny enough, <laughs> so the book, uh, the comic book Shifters, uh, written by me, and also co-written by Key Porter, and she did illustrations as well. Um, that was inspiration for the six. Really? It was going to be a spinoff. I was going to do like this multimedia thing. Mm-hmm. Where, because there's characters within, uh, like you know, I wrote more mm-hmm. uh, episodes. There's right. characters from Shifters, the comic book, that appear cameos in the six. Really? I actually rewrote the six already again. Are there characters in your book as well? That uh... Now, my novel is also, okay, so my novel is just inspired from it. It's not beholden to any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually it's actually my personal story fabricated through fantasy and science fiction. Got you. Um, the character's not me. It's a, a, a collection of different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother Solo Doe, Dorian, Corey Dynish, rest in peace. Uh, him, me, and then like close friends. Mm-hmm. And then like the romance is highly based off, like the main female character is based off a woman that's highly influenced in my life. So, gotcha. Um, there's, yeah, other than that, it's there's pieces of all my friends in the story. Yeah. I remember uh, you were going through uh, what I would call like your, your writing camp as you were going through it and you're mm-hmm. just getting it out. Um, you know, you telling me, I mean, just just being hype. I think you, you emailed me like the first two chapters, mm-hmm. just super pumped to to be able to get it done, and uh, you know, just super hyped to just bring something to life. Well, I the world building took eight years. Did it? So when I think about it, I had to think about it though. And I was like, oh, I, just, I wrote the book in like a few months, mm-hmm. but I'm like, but that's not the whole process. Yeah, the world building yeah. started when I was in college, mm-hmm. and then I put I lost the laptop it was on. When was that? And this was like 2013, 14. Okay. Lost it. And then I just started running again. I remember almost like 90% of the stuff. Really? Off of just brain. Yeah. That's tight. I remember what articles I looked up to look, look up certain like creatures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's based off of like, so the goal of the, the book is to include different mythology from different cultures. So mm-hmm. we have different African uh, a, a different mythology of the African diaspora. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like just fictionalized and created. Like, I just created stuff. Right. I took like key things from it, and people who know, you know know their culture will know like, oh, he must have just took inspiration from this. Right. We also have like Mayan mythology, mm-hmm. Tekken, um, and I want to different different cultures. I want to do uh, Japanese, Chinese, just mm-hmm. different, so it can be inclusive. Um, putting on a book first was important for me because I could have wrote a script. Probably none of them became of it. I'm right. not an illustrator. So if I was an illustrator, it'd be different. Um, but then uh, I could have 
put it out as like a short story on like Whatapad. You know what Whatapad is? Mm-hmm. Whatapad gets clicks though, but but me was like I can put it out as a book and then have like some cover art to inspire somebody. Right. And then depending on how like how the sales go on that, I can use it as a launch pad to tell somebody from the studio like, oh hey, there's a built fan base already. Right. Which is a smarter way to go about getting something made. Like with uh, who's it? Mike Tony. Mike Tony's doing that right now. Mike Tony's fire. Mike Tony. Look up at Mike Tony Design. Uh, Osiris. Um, who? Uh, what's my man's name? Damn, he came up for the art show. What's his name? Um, he's doing the weekly drawings. You talking about Marcus? Yeah, Marcus Prime. Marcus. Yeah, he's fire. Yeah, yeah, all those guys. I did a comic with him. Him and Ebony, Ebony Davis. Yeah, and that's coming out when? No, they put it out already. Oh, is it the part already? I wrote? Is it? I didn't know that. That little snippet she put out, well, that was it. Okay, I but gotta go back and check it out. There's more, mm-hmm. but I don't know. You know, I told her whenever she's ready. Yeah, shout out to Ed, man. She's cooking. She's tight. Listen, man. Anybody that deserves a brag is her. You're um, for you, uh, you hold a special place to me because um, you're you're the friend that I know that if I go to with an idea or if I go to you with um, with a thought, you help me flesh it out. Help me carry it out. Yeah. Um, if you're serious about it. Yeah, but I mean, but I don't mean just like from you know like a production or creative standpoint. I mean like I told you definitely like yo, I'm about to send this drunk text. <laughs> I'm going to send this drunk text. And I'll tell you whether it's a good idea or not. Yeah, absolutely. But a lot of people are, you know, aren't that, um, aren't, they don't encourage people to that extent. Especially well, a lot with of people are selfish. With responsibility. <laughs> you know what I mean? You definitely stopped me from doing some ridiculous shit. Well, there's emotional responsibility. And, yeah. and you, know, you know, when I, talk, I always talk about it to you, a lot of people aren't self aware about emotional responsibility, nor mm-hmm. do they care mm-hmm. about. People are like, oh, I don't care about having relationships with people because da 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 Right, right. Everything right. you have with another human being is an emotional responsibility. How you go about treating that person ties into emotional accountability. Mm-hmm. And you can't get mad at how they react how you treat them, especially if it's shitty. So, I don't, you know, I don't understand when people get surprised about human reactions. Yeah. It's like... The only reason people react the way they react is off of how you treat them. So I yeah. do my best to, I, I do my best to keep my word. Um, I keep the same energy. Mm-hmm. If I say I love you, I love you. Or if you're my homie, you're my homie. If we go back and you let me done, even if you done me wrong before, if we have a conversation about it, and it's water under the bridge. Yeah, see, you're very forgiving in that way. I'm not as life's too short. I hear you. But I, but I know, but I know that that's a difference between you and I. I know because you and I, I've listened to you tell, tell me stories about people who crazy shit completely agrees you, and I'm like, fam, the conversation we had earlier. Yeah, because it might be helpful for towards their growth, though. Yeah, and I get I've that. had homeboys who really done me greasy, mm-hmm. and I've seen them now; and they're flourishing. Yeah, you know, and that makes me happy. Right. Do I forget the act they did? No, I, for, I don't. You know, I forget them as a person, not. not the act. Right. You know, so. Yeah, that's how I write. I think, and I think that's important to differentiate as well. Yeah, I know how to separate. You, you the may two. have been in a space where you thought this was cool. You did it for your own survival, or could have been anything. And sometimes I don't want to know, right? Because it might not be good enough for me. That's important to say. To be honest, with if you. I know your answer is not going to be good enough for me, I don't. I don't it's cool, whatever. You know, right? Now, if it's such a <laughs> atrocity to me, to my being, I'm going to ask like, well, why'd you do that? Oh, excuse me. Why, why would you ever do that? Right. <laughs> just And, you know, one of the things that you told me before was, you know, don't look for irrational people to be rational. No. Don't look for rationale from irrational people. Don't look for rationality from emotions. Well, yeah. 
because emotions are unpredictable. Right. But when you told me that, and I sat on it for like months because I was just like, nah, like, nah, I need these answers to these questions, no. and I need. Da, da, da. But I'm looking for answers. Once the, I once I internalized it, I was like, okay, you know, because again, that that goes into like because human answers are much more disappointing than your imagination. Absolutely, and they're a lot more complex than they need to be as well. Let them tell you when they're ready. If they don't ever tell you, you need to decide if you want them in your life or not. Mm-hmm. You're one you, of the um, the few people that I know that I actually take a mental health day. I take a mental health day once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I can't do it during a week, I do at least, I, every other week. What what influenced that? Um, I did with depression mm-hmm. um, and PTSD. Mm-hmm. So some people know that, some people don't. I don't right. like need to broadcast my heroic. Right. Yeah, but I deal with a lot of things I go through. And I also just think it's important. Uh, living out of the country taught me that you don't have to work a million hours a week. Right. You know, the trick is to work less to get paid more. Yes. So the job I have now, I do a lot of work with youth. Even if I'm at not at work, I still put in work. Mm-hmm. So I can yeah, work what was it? Home. You told me you worked what, like ten days straight recently or something like that. Thirteen. Thirteen days straight. Thirteen or twelve, something like that. And some of those days were from home. No, all of them from work. You didn't? I thought you were at home doing. No, on the weekend. Okay, so the Saturday we did a Saturday school. We had 150 kids. Right. Then the Sunday, right? And then Sunday we took them to uh, UNICEF's uh, HBCU program at uh, Garfield. Mm -hmm. And so we did that, and then we took the kids out to eat, and then I went home. But by the time I got home, it was like time to get up for work tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And I went to work Monday. Then we did tutoring Tuesday. Then we went to work Wednesday, and then I took a day off Thursday. Okay. Then I went back to work Friday. Because I think I remember talking to you and you were saying you were building a lesson plan, I think, or you were doing mm-hmm. something for the kid, but it was from home. I think, uh, so, one of the big things in the city is, like, black kids at uh, white white schools. Mm-hmm. Quotations, right? Right. Um, they still need to be serviced. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're going to do with my daughter. Like, if she decides, you know, we decide she's going to go to Lakeside. Yeah, it's important they get service. Yeah. Um, because you got schools like Garfield, Cleveland, and all these different schools. Mind you, they have, like, a huge population of, like, African-American students or students of African diaspora or, like, Latinx, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. people, black and brown. They're getting service. There's a lot of programs and stuff for them at the inner city schools and stuff. Should they be more probably, but there's still, like, a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. At these, like, outskirts schools, there's no foundation. Right. So I'm out there doing, like, making sure these kids know their resources, making sure they're doing what they need to do, mm-hmm. making sure that they actually matter. Students mm-hmm. I talk to all the time, they don't think they matter. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that's very easy to kind of feel like. I felt like that when I was at Beach. I didn't feel like we mattered. We didn't have shit. So. Well, Beach is a very underserviced uh, high school. Right. Like we just There's times, you know, and then if you deal with depression as well, then you really feel like you don't matter. You know what I mean? Depression is something else. I, I'm a high-function person that deals with depression. Mm-hmm. So I can go out and do stuff and do Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's a real thing. People are like, oh, high-functioning depression. I'm like, that's a real it is, yeah. I can be in your face and still be dealing with it. Yeah, I don't think the average person that I, I know you will. You know, you're one of my best friends, so I know. That's why I if I'm checking out. I'm checking out though, so I'm big yeah. on that. But I, but I don't think that people would know, and I think that's a the thing that's kind of misleading for a lot of people too. They see you in high spirits or see you just high energy, period. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, you can't possibly deal with what you're dealing with, and it's like, yeah, no, it's real. Well, it took a while for me to like learn just to a. It is my duty, I think, as a human being on this planet, to love the people I love. Mm-hmm. But it's also my duty to take care of myself. Yeah, you know, because you, you give a lot. You give a lot. You do a yeah, lot. Yeah, I have a lot people. to give though. So if I'm mm-hmm. depleted, it takes a lot for me to deplete it as a person. Mm-hmm. So if I'm depleted, 
I'll take a step back and sit back, and then I reach out if I feel like reaching out. Mm-hmm. Now, if I reach out and people don't answer, I don't get mad. But you're the reminder for me to check on your strong friends. That's why I try to make sure I check on you as yeah, often as possible. Yeah, it's important to check on the strong friends. Yeah, um, because, it, like you said, there's a lot to give, right? And then you get depleted. I've learned a lot. I know, the power of no mm-hmm. is a fascinating thing. I say yes a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I say no, you know I'm depleted. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go do this. I'm like, no. Yeah. I ain't got it. I've seen you there. I ain't got that. I ain't got that jump shot. <laughs> yeah, that jump shot ain't coming in. I've seen you in that space. I've definitely seen you in that space. So yeah, I, I can. I'm go, I, I party less. I do party less because um, people don't dance anymore. That's You're partying I'm less, and I'm partying more. We got to figure out. We got to figure out a balance. Well, I partied a lot in the early years. Yeah, but yeah. The party I was doing was like next level, like weird movie shit, psychedelics, and all kind of. So when I, when I think I might get. To, I think I might do some shrooms this weekend. I no, think you don't might do, do that. that. I might. Why do you want to do that? Shrooms? Oh, it's just always been a curiosity. We did. I did. What are you a, do I did a baby amount before, and it was like you don't do baby. You got to go all the way in. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. We got to make it happen. I don't know who I'm gonna be with. If you're, I got asked to do shrooms recently, and I was like, you're not ready for that. Did you really? Yeah. Let's do it. You're not doing it. I gotta see who you're gonna. I gotta. I don't know if I want to do shrooms with you. Okay. You're not. What's the? What's the? You gotta do the, it once. I gotta see how you are. What once. else I did? Well, I did. I did a small amount. Though. No, you gotta do a real proportion. What's a real proportion? Not like a stem. <laughs> Fuck no. I thought Keith was going to step up in there. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm looking at him like, you want to hop in this conversation, man? Keith, you popping it? What's up? You, you don't do these shrooms this weekend? Have you done shrooms before? Can't hear you. Have you? Hello, hello? Yeah, your mic be tripping. He got that uh, unlimited you got power. Yeah, PTSD mic. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't hear you. But he asked me if I'd done shrooms before. I did a super small amount. You didn't do shrooms, buddy. No, what the fuck do you call it then? He did a, he looks, I thought I just, it was like a micro dozen. You just licked the clip. It was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what that was. Man. It was like micro dozen. You know the, the psychedelics I've done? Go ahead. So I've done shrooms. But do you want to list the psychedelics you've done? I'm going to list them. Okay, go ahead. Just because I'm on your podcast. All right. Appreciate that. Um, exclusive. It is an exclusive because I don't talk about the drug usage so much. Um, I've done shrooms, mm-hmm. LSD, okay. ayahuasca. Okay. Peyote. Mm-hmm. The Magic Four. There we go. There you go. You it. Um, I don't know if I would start. Have you done psychedelics before? Yeah. Well, I, I microdosed. So okay. Microdose. I don't know if I so start. It was small. I, I don't know that I would start with shrooms. Okay. What would you start with? Um, uh, honestly, I'd start with LSD. Really? Yes. The come down's right. worse, though. Depends on what kind of shit you get. This I've had some true. stuff that's really clean, true. and you just come out of it kind of floating. And you but fine clean shit now, it's tough. Yeah, fine LSD now is tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If you get some shit like that, you, you got to question the guy that has it. What are you still doing with this? Right. Like, what, do you, what do you have this for? I mean, I got a friend of mine that's got, uh, what's the stuff that comes out of ayahuasca? Um, uh, what's the concentrated version? Uh, I can't even think of the name right now. Hold on. The DMT? DMT. A friend of mine's got DMT. I've had pen. DMT, too. That's a funny that you DM, said that. A, a DMT pen might be the best thing because it's only like 15 minutes. It feels you know like what? five or that six hours. That might be a good answer. That's what I heard. Somebody told me. Because my first dive-in was shrooms. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I seen was a cat coming out of the poster. That was a Cheshire Cat? Junior Stone Belt? Yeah. yeah. The cat oh, came man. out the poster. Mm-hmm. Dude, first time I did shrooms... I'm sitting on a couch, and Bob Marley came out of the wall with pink and green Dayglo dreads. <laughs> That's not a fire. How long was it highlight? I chased Spider-Man downtown San Francisco when I was out shrooms the first time. 
The Kool-Aid man was doing the running man on the hood of my car when I went to get cigarettes. This sounds fire. And my homeboy couldn't say Shawshank Redemption. He couldn't say And I caught the giggles. He was like, Shawshank. I said, what you saying? And we'd start laughing and we got mad. The only reason I say shrooms are maybe not the best start is because there's some vomiting involved. I didn't vomit. Some people do. Well, if you eat. So you're not supposed to eat? I didn't. Uh, We did tea when I was a kid. I had tea the first time. Really? But even then, I mean, it's, I don't know. DMT might be a good one because it's, it's a quick Don't one. do peyote or ayahuasca, though. No, don't. I don't, wasn't thinking don't, about doing those. Don't, don't. I was absolutely tapped out. Those are my last ventures, and that was cool. The only drug I would try now, if I was awesome shit like that, Quaaludes. Oh, yeah, yeah, but those no. are just a downer. Yeah, but it's funny. It's a mystery. Really? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I've done all the mystery drugs yeah. that actually, like, don't ruin you for life. Got you. I uh, no, nah, I mean shrooms is I just yeah shrooms. If you do, let me know. DMT. Maybe I'll do them with you. Okay, let's pop. Maybe I can't do shrooms anymore, man. My Who are you gonna be around? Like that's very important. That is really important. Listen, man, tripping is about the environment as much it's as it so is much. the drugs. I'm probably at the house though. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be in your house for that. Nope. I, ate a, I ate a tab of LSD and got on a plane uh, once. That was not the best. That sounds like the worst. I went to a nightclub off shrooms. Oh yeah, how was that? I, I mean, it's like a fucking uh, good times penny. Dude, the, <laughs> really? The, the real shit. About. The Jacob Lawrence joint? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was like, Popping. The real shit when you start going to clubs is candy flipping and it's uh, ecstasy and LSD. Yeah, no, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm, I'm good on that. Now that we, um, is interesting. <laughs> we, had some, we had some shit recently that was pretty tight. We had super small doses of uh, a Molly. It was what is it with you guys in these small doses? Well, I had to if be If you're going to do drugs, do them. Well, I had company, so I had to be. And? Know. Well, I don't know how she was going to respond to the shit. You have more people that live there. Well, yeah, I don't want to make monitor. them responsible for the shit. Listen, man, it was a night though. It was a night and a morning. If dope. I'm gonna do a drug, if there's no mod, listen, I'm there. You in there? And whatever you're committing, I, I wake up and whatever happened happened. Oh, okay. I'm like a '70s yeah, he, rocker. Man, listen, there's certain <laughs> shit you can't do that with, though, man. You know, I think being like a PCP, pe- you don't want to. Why would up. I do that though? I'm not doing <laughs> you that. You just said you did all the mystery drugs. I didn't do that one. <laughs> that was off the list. <laughs> that was it. I'm talking about like we might we might get this. Um, I did all the psychedelics. I'm gonna find the most it. part because bro, were you with me yesterday? Was I with you yesterday? Bro, sent me a, 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 a Snapchat and was like, bro, I got shrooms. He's like, I know no, we had a conversation. Send me that. Oh, I get okay, excited yeah. off shrooms whether I'm doing them or not. Yeah. All right. So that's the thing this weekend. That's gonna be the move. Then I come back. I love when people walk up with their little package. Just. Do yourself a favor and prepare like your place of living. Get an Airbnb and go do shrooms. <laughs> yeah, that, that might work too. But why is that different? Okay, so energy space is really important for shrooms. Yeah. Oh, I got to be out the house. There's too many. Yeah. You do not want to be outside doing shrooms your first time. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying outside my house though. I don't want to be in my house. That's why I said I'm not going to do them at your house. Okay, that's fine. There's too many weird energies. Yeah, I know, right? And I've done I've done shrooms enough to know. Okay. Environment, man. Like yeah. even if you just went out to like a fucking park and uh-huh. just hanging out. And even the park's important. <laughs> Don't yeah, go downtown and do it. Like you can go to the Arboretum. Yeah. Like if you went mm. to the Arboretum, that'd be hot. That might fuck you up too. Hey, Alice in Wonderland vibes. Yeah, know. I'll be there to film it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, as long as, as long as I got somebody to watch me, we'll be straight. Yeah, I mean, shrooms are so funny. Then I did laser tag off shrooms once with a lightsaber. How? Wait, what? Yeah, this is like one of my last trips. Okay, wait, wait, so, wait, I'm fascinated about the fact you have laser tag with a lightsaber. That's the thing. I did that. We brought it in. Oh, so oh, my okay. homeboy dressed as Darth Vader. Fuck it. In the laser tag? Yeah, he just came in his costume with his helmet on. That's fucking lit. We got in there, he put it on, and, and we were we were already like fucked up. Uh-huh. But it kicked in when we were inside, and he was just... Mm. 
they hit the corner and I'm just like high. Sounds like a great time. I'm like, what the? I'm like, Luke, where are you? I'm like scared for Luke Skywalker and shit. Sounds like then we tackled time. him and I took my lightsaber and stand on. I was like, I've saved the universe. We got kicked out. I'm sure you got kicked <laughs> out. You scared a bunch of little kids. You know, I, the amount of places I've been kicked out of, getting kicked out anywhere new is not a thing for me anymore. I don't really get kicked out. Oh, I get kicked out of places. Let me see good with the people, but I we, actually, we, were, we were extra. I hella get kicked out of places. I'm like, what's the last one I get kicked out of? Red Robin. You kicked out of Red Robin? Yeah, I told the girl her eyebrows looked like they were like drawn on with a color pencil. Well, I heard somebody told me recently, I was talking to this girl, she had weird eyebrows, and I tweeted about it, and somebody was like, eyebrows are sisters, Reese, they're not twins. And I was like, well, she got a whole brother-sister thing going on here. One of these joints incest going fucked on. up. Are, are your eyebrows Lannisters? <laughs> <laughs> is that Jamie? Is that Jamie is that on the left? Is that Cersei? All right, we got to get out of here. Um, Dev, I appreciate you, sir. That's oh, all good, man. Thank you very much, my guy. Coming through last minute. I'm excited to see what you what you're able to create, what you bring to what life, what you ma- bring. What am I making next? What you bring to the world? You're writing the script right now, right? Yeah, I got a dance movie I'm writing. Yeah. Kizomba. It's a Kizomba dance style. Okay. When can we expect to see that? Uh, the first draft of the scripts will be done at the end of the week. This is super pre-production stage. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll keep you guys I got some other stuff cooking, but we'll say that for another time. Yeah, when Dev gets his shit going, well, I'll definitely make sure that we tweet it out and, you know, put out everything. Um, again, my brother, thank you very much for joining me. Keith, yes, thank you very much, sir. Shout out to Keith. Keeping it real. <laughs> Keeping it real on the pod. Yeah. That's tight. And then I'll check back in with you guys too after we do these shrooms and shit. We're gonna make sure we're gonna uh I'll let you guys know. I'll how come back for that out. episode. Oh, it's gonna be tight. I'm gonna let everybody know how the shit popped off. <laughs> um again, it's episode fifty-four of the Reese Show. Again, thank you very much for everybody tuning in and sticking with us. Much appreciated, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>